Hey, Hussein Talib here, founder of SuccessGrid.com and the host of the SuccessGrid podcast. This is the podcast for you to raise your standards for your business and for your life. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Success Grid podcast. I have a special guest with me today. His mantra is advance others to advance yourself. Dominic Brightman, DTM, is a top-rated podcast host with his podcast, Going North Podcast. Best-selling author and certified self-leadership trainer inspiring others to create their own piece of immortality. Dominic, welcome to the Success Grid podcast. How are you? Doing well, my friend. Doing well. Thanks a bunch for the invite. Appreciate you. So uh, let me ask you, you first. You are you? Do you have a book also called "The Going North"? Like your podcast? Yes, sir. Book yeah. started before the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Is it the the same book that you wrote when you were uh, twenty three years of, of age, or is it the, the, this one a different book? Yes, sir. You're right. Same book. Same oh, book okay. at twenty three. Awesome. Why, why did you write uh, that book and uh, how were you inspired to write it at when you were uh, 23 years? Uh, yeah, that book was actually written on a dare from a friend at a wonderful yeah. personal development conference. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting because I was networking with other people in the hotel at the time when this was the BC era, aka before COVID, and really... Just handing out these wonderful lists to people called the 100 Books for Dynamic Living with my contact info at the bottom of the list. Because mm. in this entrepreneurial space, you want to set yourself apart and just really life in general. You just want to be memorable. And it was yeah. memorable indeed because the lady I handed the list to, she looked at the list, looked right back at me, looked at the list, looked right back at me and asked me where my book was on this list. And at that time, I'm like, dude, I'm 20 freaking three. What the heck am I going to write about? Yeah. And at the time, I was really into personal development at my start of it, like where you're kind of like a guinea pig, where you try to read almost everything you get everything. your hands on, yeah. all the podcasts and things. And even though I had all that stuff in me, I still had some self-doubt, some self-limiting beliefs about really doing that. Like that was something I thought I should do in my late 30s, maybe 40s, but <laughs> yeah, that but, dare. But you're, you're young, it maybe kind of pushed you to do it. Yeah, it really brought it closer to reality. That's the reason why it's always good. If you, like the Success Grid podcast, you need to have other folks on the on your same grid that will challenge you to do more and become more. Exactly, exactly. This is this is why I have the slogan: "Raise the standards." You have always to keep pushing yourself to be a better person. Exactly. That's right. Uh, so th- this puts me to: How did you develop the solid rock positive mental attitude mentality? Because because this is what leads to success. You can you keep pushing and you keep pushing. You make action and you keep pushing. So how did you develop that uh, positive mental attitude? Uh, yes, through reading all the books and accepting that challenge to write one of my own, I had to synthesize what I do on the daily into a magical acronym. And I like to call it the RAVE method. That's mm-hmm. R-A-V-E. What does and it stand R- for? Sure thing. So the R, it stands for reading great material. The A stands for audio immersion. 
The V stands for visual stimulation and the E stands for encouragement, encouraging yourself and other people because if someone's living and breathing, including yourself, that means you need encouragement. Exactly, exactly. So you you are combining, you mean books with audio learning like podcast or audio books with video, whether it's maybe YouTube or courses or whatever it is in video and uh, encouragement. You have to keep at it. That's true, because we all need to really keep at it, because you know success is something we have to try to go for every day of our lives. Yeah, yeah. It's not we're one and done, and we're just like, yeah, I've arrived. I can relax now. It's like, it's exactly. never that. Because also success is different from, from one pe- from one person to another. So we have, different, we have a different definition of success. Exactly. So what are the some keys, do you think, of people who are elite performers, like the athletes or the Michael Jordans of this world? Yes, one of the major habits of elite performers is making sure that a good day starts the night before. So making sure you prepare your day in advance the night before. So doing your prayers, doing your meditations, doing some deep breathing exercises, doing something that will get your mind right, doing some reflection. I even have three major questions that I tend to ask myself on the daily, especially at nighttime. And is one is what good did I do today? Oh. And thinking back of what good thing I did today, was I able to cheer somebody up? Did someone feel better after having a conversation with me? Because that's usually a goal that a lot of folks usually should try to aspire to, is making folks feel better after being in your presence, as opposed to being excited after leaving your presence. So you definitely want to make sure that's in mind. The question number two is, what did I learn today? And every day we learn something like it. Because it's so true, like every day you learn stuff, especially when you document it as you go. Heck, even an additional tip I like to give folks ever since after listening to Sam Leibowitz, the conscious entrepreneur, is to create a victory log where you write down every single win you got for the day. So if you woke up today, that's a victory. Even if it's it's a small win. Yes, the small ones, the big ones, all victories. It doesn't matter how big or small because they all build up like a house made of bricks. It's not one giant brick. It's multiple bricks. Exactly. Awesome. Like also what uh, Brian Tracy always says, prepare, prepare, and prepare. You have always to prepare for your success because you never know when opportunity knocks. <laughs> this is exactly what he said. It's so true. Like yeah. an opportunity knocks, like you got to <laughs> be as prepared as you can or it'll be yeah. too late when that opportunity shows up. Exactly, exactly. So uh, how did you start your podcast, Going North, and why? And you told me this is after the book, Going North. Uh, Correct, yes. So the podcast started after the book because that was my original goal a few years ago. That seemed to be closer than actually writing and publishing a book. But after getting on that side quest of publishing the book, I realized, okay, I need to market this thing because this was around... Nine months after the book launched, my father passed away from dementia. Six months after I passed, after I published the book, and I realized I have to really get back on that grind right here because it's the start of something that can be really huge. And I decided, you know what? Why not just interview other authors and make it bigger than myself? Because another book that I encourage a lot of folks to read is "Anything You Want" by Derek Sivers. And it's a nice little 100-page book that you could probably finish in one sitting. He's the founder of CD Baby, and he talked about how he created that wonderful website. And the goal of it was to highlight independent artists. 
So I wanted to highlight self-published authors. But after a while, I kept getting pitches from media companies because I was consistent with what I was doing enough to where folks noticed and they took notice and they wanted me to have their authors on the show. So I was like, okay, I guess I'll just interview authors if they have a book, they're on the show. Because one thing about authors, there's probably a new 1,000 authors every day on Amazon, everybody publishing their books and whatnot, trying to get to the top list. And a lot of folks may not know what to do. They may need a platform to get their voices heard and to get that confidence to run for a lifetime. Because if one good person sees something good in you, you can run for a lifetime. And that's via encouragement. And it's just a way to really add another platform for authors to really share the stories, get their voices out there, being getting their feet wet, being interviewed. And having a piece of content that they can add to their repertoire to help publish their work and hopefully start building their network. Exactly. Uh, publishing books, whatever it is to me, uh, whatever the book was small or big, how many pages, it doesn't matter. It matters what are the words that are in it. This is what the most important thing. It doesn't, ma- doesn't matter how many pages it is. So uh, uh, to me, uh, there are three types of mastery right there's the cognitive mastery which is something that you actually mentioned when you read something when you know about something when you think you understand something and there is the emotional mastery when you link consequences and doing to each other and there is the physical mastery when you actually just doing it when you without even thinking so what what what's your three skills that millennial should develop and eventually be masters at it Sure thing. So the three skills. One, communication. Communication is an effective skill of all leaders. And that branches out to multiple areas because communication is so broad because there's body language under communication. There's also public speaking, like one-to-one conversation right now. Like that's one skill that a lot of people tend to sometimes not work on. So public speaking, communication, conversational ability. Second skill would be financial literacy because that's something that's not taught enough in schools, especially in the yeah, U.S. of A. Like, no, not heck, in I'm... school in the world. <laughs> they teach us about uh, our country. That's it. <laughs> See, there we go. The geography, yes. the geography of the country. <laughs> yeah, it's like geography is good and all, but hey, like, can I know what to do? Do I have to pay taxes so the IRS or whoever doesn't come to get me so I could like, live an ordinary life or at least to live a great life? And the third skill would definitely be networking, being able to network and build relationships with wonderful people across the globe. Because if you're able to communicate effectively, financial literacy, and you can network with other people effectively, that'll set you up for success. Like if I knew that 10 years ago, I'd be even further ahead than I am now. Yeah, exactly. Exactly my thought. If I knew that before, I would be also ahead. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. This is very important. So, uh... To me, I am not um, that much active in any any way with social life, like going out and drinking and stuff like that. What advice would you give to an introvert who wants to be more confident in his life or in his business? Ah, sure thing. So one of the benefits of the COVID is that because there's always some solace some light and some darkness every now and then is the fact that it was kind of like an introvert's paradise if they already live by themselves like oh i get managed by myself and they can communicate virtually over zoom skype or whatever microsoft teams or whatever whatever platform you used 
and to be able to connect with people all across the globe in your PJs, like a lot, or just like, or heck, even a lack thereof. And I'll just go. <laughs> exactly. So, really, just being able to see yourself as a person that can communicate with other people, seeing that you have something to offer, and coming from a place of learning about other people and how you can serve, because that's really where introverts shine. Is that they're more tuned and more keen to listening to other people to get a whole picture of the whole situation, to get the big picture as opposed to the extrovert who may be more likely to speak a lot more than they listen. Yeah. So using that listening advantage as opposed to the talking advantage, even though you can learn from both, you'll always learn more from listening to others. So coming from a place of service and using your ability to listen more and get the bigger picture definitely put you over the edge. And just put yourself out there, especially... One thing I recommend a lot of people do and everyone on earth should do is join Toastmasters International. Just find a club, practice public speaking, practice communication and leadership, and give yourself that wonderful nonprofit sandbox, that low-cost investment that'll help you become a better leader, better communicator, better speaker, and get along and get with other people who are also there for the same thing, and that is to better themselves. So if you're around other, other people that want to better themselves, then you too will have that rub off on you. And then you'll get to advance even further in life. Yeah, exactly. A lot of people, I don't know who said that, but it was a wise man once said, always listen, listen, and listen, then speak. So mm -hmm. listening is something that will put you in a place that you can understand and reply with something that is extremely beneficial to the people who are listening to you. Yes, sir. You can say that again. It's so true. <laughs> So what what what's the habit of high performance that they practice daily? What what they do in their is waking up early really that important? Do you think? Not really, to be honest. I'm not really because especially with last with the wonderful you that should not be mentioned. <laughs> like a lot of folks' sense of time and sleep schedules are thrown off. Where it's like, oh. I guess I could just sleep an extra hour because I'm already trapped in here. We gotta separate ourselves and physically distance from one another. Um, it's a there's benefits to waking up early. I'm not gonna lie. Like there's been times where it's like, oh, wake up in the middle of the night, like 5 a.m., get some writing, some reading done, felt good. But at the same time, like with what we're doing, it could be like I don't know, maybe almost close to midnight where you are compared to me, where it's early afternoon, and you have to put time zone to, into consideration. So that's a habit. Of elite performers, but it's not a required one. I'd say the required one yeah. is to basically get a good seven to nine hours of sleep every day. Because if you don't get that sleep, then you're definitely going to be feeling a lot more sluggish than you usually do. As well as making sure you keep yourself hydrated. One guest in particular, uh, wonderful expert Julie Renee Doring, she mentions how it's best to sip water every half hour. As opposed to guzzling a whole, like maybe gallon of water, oh. a whole cup of water once. Because the more you hydrate yourself, the more energized you'll be. And that'll also help your mind to be a lot clearer and you'll think a lot clearer. And it'll even help folks with who are aging right now in the big pandemic that was going on before the pandemic of Alzheimer's and dementia. It helps with memory too because our bodies are mostly made of water. So staying exactly. hydrated. As much as you can during the day will help you to really stay at that peak level of performance. Okay, awesome. Uh, I don't know. I do always think that water, what water is always better than the energy drinks that they drink. 
whatever oh, yeah. yeah it was always definitely better i don't know why they drink that energy drink <laughs> anyways what inspired you to become a ferocious reader how many books do you read a week or a year on average 50 a year 50 a year the oh. i will i will be vulnerable for a moment and say that my win streak of 50 plus books a year i lost that last year i got up to 37 books last year because i was doing more podcasts and more youtube and interviewing so many other authors that i never had time to actually really get down and actually read a book to completion i probably have more unfinished books from last year than finished books my uh usually 50 a year but last year was 37 so that's the usual amount but i'm going to be getting back up to 50 this year especially since i'm going to be publishing a new book of my own this year too awesome awesome uh 50 books you you, you are talking about once one, one book a week yeah give or take one a week yeah yeah, yeah definitely that's that's really awesome what, what 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 is what comes to your mind after reading all these books what is the most influential book that you ever read Wow. All right. So there's multiple. There's definitely multiple. I could go with the classic Bible <laughs> since I'm a Christian. Yeah. And you had a past guest who spoke so wonderful about the book. I'll mention another book in addition to that one. And that is The 21 Qualities of a Leader by John Maxwell. Yeah. And that book is definitely the most influential book in my life because... Even though the Bible is great, I was raised on it. This book in particular helped me to become an extroverted introvert because he dropped a tip in there how his father would walk slowly through the crowd when he was passed over his church because when he would walk slowly through the crowd, he would learn as many names as he can of his congregation or wherever he went. So that way he would remember enough about him. So that way, if he wants to build a relationship with them, he'll have that information in his head. He'll have their names in their heads. And when he builds that relationships, it'll pay off in the end. And he'll have a bunch of friends as opposed to a bunch of quote-unquote fans or a bunch of random people where he's looking to call a favor and on. Mm-hmm. So that's really definitely the most influential book. So just walking slowly through the crowd, learning people's names, knowing how you can help them. And it's coming from a place of service. Awesome. John C. Maxwell is a great author, actually. Oh, yeah, he's my favorite. Yeah. Definitely my favorite. <laughs> so so nowadays with with uh, with ebooks being there and the Amazon Kindle being there, do you think that libraries should be there still? Do you believe in the actual book itself? The oh, of course. Of course, definitely. Yeah, because libraries are filled with gold here in the U.S. of A. with this whole COVID thing. A lot of folks in a lot of areas, they didn't have high-speed internet. And when folks were doing this whole hybrid virtual learning, trying to get on Zoom, Mm -hmm. folks couldn't do so because either A, they didn't have a computer at home, or B, they had a computer, but they had no internet. So what we did was we had to pivot and use our building. We extended the Wi-Fi so that way it would cover a whole entire parking lot. So that way, folks would pull up. They can bring their computer, their laptop, they can park outside, Whoa. <laughs> use the Wi-Fi. Awesome. And, yep, and it, would, it doesn't even stop there because during the summer, a lot of things too, kids during the school year, that would the, sometimes the only time they would eat is during lunchtime. So we also became a station where parents can pick up meals for their kids, free meals for their kids. So we made our libraries little 
food station away so that way they can do curbside pickup to not only pick up some wonderful meals to be fed but also to can you get those books those movies or whatever to really entertain themselves at home every now and then to get their minds off of what's going on and just basically being able to pivot and being a community center as opposed to just an information sanctuary you can get all the information in the world so that's the reason why libraries are filled with gold and that's why they're more than books and they go way beyond the books now in the 21st century and that's why we're always going to need them the communities love them no oh, well i do hope so because i don't know so i actually read some reports that ebooks are taking over books and some reports that books is still Okay, so I, I'm not sure which one to believe. But either way, read books. This is the, the concept. Oh, yeah. Whatever it is. Uh, so uh, let me go to your podcast, Going North. Uh, do you encourage anyone to start a podcast? Yes and no. So anyone can start a podcast, yes. Should everyone start a podcast? No, if you're going in it just to make money. And you're just really just doing it just so you can become famous. Because even though podcasting has just exploded, especially last year in 2020, where there we just hit 1 million podcasts and you couldn't buy a microphone for almost a month off of online because everybody's stuck at home and finding something to do. Like, it's, it's great to start a show of your own, but if you're going to go in with the mindset, I'm going to go in, make tons of millions of dollars, get a nice little Joe Rogan contract and be signed by Spotify. Like, don't really go in it for that. Like, go in it to build your brand, to be come from a place of service, and just do it as another way to reach more fans and to really just add something else to what you're doing because not all podcasters make money. And with everybody starting podcasts of their own, you're going to need, there's going to be a lot more quote-unquote competition out there for your attention. Yeah. So, yes, everybody could start a podcast, but don't go in it for the money. Come up to it from a place of service, and if you're in there for the long haul, because a lot of folks, they like to pod fade, like six to ten episodes, they have them up online, and then you come back for more, and it's like, oh, I guess they're gone. So, <laughs> don't uh, be that person. <laughs> actually, actually, I don't think they will get that many listeners for six episodes, unless they are uh, lucky. <laughs> Mm-hmm. yeah yeah but yeah i think nowadays with social media especially on instagram and uh, maybe tiktok and stuff like that all everyone wants to go out there and to be famous they all want to be the kardashians of the world i think <laughs> yeah nobody wants to do something actually meaningful and purposeful to serve people this is just capturing their daily lives so it's anyways it's their call <laughs> So let me go back quickly about your book. What, what, can you tell me about it, about Going North, the book, a little bit more? Sure thing. So Going North, Tips and Techniques to Advance Yourself. This is the book for anyone who's looking to get promoted where they currently are at work, looking to gain more confidence in life, to get started on that journey of embracing their dreams. Because in that book, there are teachable, tangible tips that you can take away instantly and apply to your life. And the good thing is it's under 100 pages. And it's stuff that I actually teach and believe in because another thing too, in this era where authenticity and vulnerability are two buzzwords for a reason because folks don't want to be around those like to fake it all the time and fake it till they make it. People want to live until they advance and they want to keep on advancing. This is definitely the book you want to pick up because it's stuff that I actually teach and believe in myself, stuff I've done in my own life. And if you can apply it in your own life too, it'll definitely Make it better, especially if you're new to self-development and personal development, because that's the book I wish I would have 
gotten and paid attention to when I was in my teenage years because it would have helped me to propel even further. So that's really what to expect from the book. So if you want to get promoted at your job, if you want to get more confidence, if you want a nice introduction into self-help and personal development and see how you can better your life for the better and not butter, definitely pick it up. <laughs> okay, tell me quickly about your mantra. Advance others to advance yourself. Uh, what's your concept behind this one exactly? Sure thing. Another book recommendation. That's probably like four now. So we got the Bible, The 21 Cause of a Leader by John Maxwell, Anything You Want by Derek Sivers. And here's the fourth book, The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Waddles. In that book, I believe it's chapter seven or chapter eight, there's a particular title called The Advancing Man Philosophy. And in that chapter, he mentioned how an advancing man goes into a room, even though he may have business himself, he doesn't go in for business. He goes in to help others advance. And when I read that chapter multiple times, it led to two different chains of thought. It led to my spiritual side, which is Christ Jesus, where it's like, hey, love your neighbor as thyself. Love thy neighbor as thyself. And then another speaker, the legendary late Zig Ziglar, where he has... This wonderful quote where it says, if you help enough people get what they want, you will get what you want. Mm -hmm. And I combined the two with that philosophy and realized that in this life, if you want to advance, you got to advance others to advance yourself. And that's really where it came from is that in this life, I want to advance and help others to do so because that's what we all want to do. Like if you want to get promoted to job, get a job, start a business, become a millionaire. Heck, maybe even just get to a place where you are able to wake up to no alarms and not have to really go to a physical place of work and be a couch potato for a day. If you want to do that too, that's a-okay. Just don't make sure it's permanent. Just make sure you still work out and keep yourself active. Mm -hmm. So that's really where it came from is reading that wonderful book and really combining what I've read in the past and realize it's that one simple mantra. Advance others to advance yourself. Awesome. It's it's all We are all here to... Uh, serve people and provide them with value this is the most important thing to anyone that should be this is the main goal and then i believe profit comes next because already when you serve as you said people when you serve enough people you will get get it back in some way amen to that is so true exactly yeah. so true exactly so uh dominic thank you for being a guest on the success great podcast uh, uh, you can go check out Dominic's books Going North and his podcast Going North podcast do you have a link or a website they can go to Dominic sure thing head over to DomBrightman.com that's DomBrightman.com all things Dom are there especially the Going North podcast thanks again to say for hooking me up and allowing me to be on your platform if you want just check out the Going North podcast itself every Monday Tuesday and starting in June 2021, it's going to be every Monday, Thursday, and Saturday. So three awesome. days a week, three new episodes. So check it out like a library book and tell awesome. your friends about it. Awesome. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Success Grid Podcast. Please subscribe wherever you are listening. Rate the show on iTunes and go visit the website successgrid.net.